0: Welcome to the More Than a Mama podcast. Let's make some waves today. Hi, y'all. My name is Taylor. I'm a mama, wife, ocean enthusiast, and third grade teacher turned five-figure business owner. On this show, you can expect a strong mixture of sass, vulnerable conversations, and content that will empower you to find your strength and authority within yourself. Together, we will make an impact and rise above the ceiling society places on us. So take a seat and join me. You and your voice are welcome here. All right, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the fourth and final part of the 100K Doesn't Fix Everything series. I want to start this with a fun fact. I've actually never talked about this before. So I don't listen to my episodes like ever. I, I legit just like whatever I record, I just give it to the Lord. <laughs> like Whatever is meant to be is going to be whatever I said. I'm sure it was fine. Like it's all good. Um, I have no idea if that is like best podcast practice. But, you know, that's what I do. It is what it is. <laughs> But with this series that we've had in October, the 100K Doesn't Fix Everything series, which if you haven't listened to all the episodes, please go tune in. It is the past three episodes. Um, The past month, I actually have listened to some of them like three to four times. And I did this because, you know, I, I love observing myself. I love being able to emotionally take myself. I don't even know if this makes sense, like out of my body, And just observe myself with neutrality, because I feel like we can learn a lot about ourselves when we're willing to kind of step back, step away from emotions and in the heat of things and just observe ourselves. I feel like we can learn a lot when we do this. And, you know, the whole point of the series was to give you inside look on the real life of a six figure business owner, normalize the journey that goes into it. But this was also a journey for me, too. Um, Some of the things that I've talked about, actually a majority of the things, you know, they've been hidden, stored away, pushed to the side for the past two and a half years. And my therapist is really the only person that has even heard a lot of the things that I spoke about during this podcast. And I really wanted just to give myself the opportunity to listen to like really listen to how is Taylor doing? What is she struggling with? And do that from an outside perspective. And this has been very interesting. It's brought up a lot of feelings, a lot of things that I've struggled like mindset wise, like, oh, I don't like that about myself. Or why are you speaking to yourself that way? But I've really tried to use it as information just to grow and get closer to the person and the life that I want to have and the person that I want to be. So that being said, I thought it'd be fun to do a reflection episode, just kind of reflect on some things that I learned as I was an observer on myself, maybe what I would want future Taylor to know a year from now, and hopefully just being closer to being healed from the things I've spoken on that I've been dealing with the past two and a half years. And my hope is as you're listening to this, you can resonate with some of this stuff. You can take some wisdom away from it. You know, we can continue to grow together. And that being said, here we go. So first takeaway. Is asking myself what I want and why I want it more than looking at what others are doing. And I want all of my decisions to stem from what I want. I was talking to a friend the other day. We had a really good conversation about what's like sexy online. And I feel like I could do a whole episode over this and I might. But we were talking about how kind of like we want to sell out our offers and start selling things in January. And I asked her, like, why do you want to do that? Like, is that coming from what you want? Or is that coming from from like what other people are doing? And she was like, man, you know, there are a lot of people that are selling out masterminds and offers and courses and group programs like already starting that for January. And I was like, that's awesome. But like, Why, like, I wonder why we're feeling that way. Why are we feeling that pressure to go do that, actually? Because it's kind of sexy. (laughs) And we started cracking up, but really, though, you know, think of how good it looks if you're selling out that soon in advance, right? And this takes away a lot of joy for us, y'all, because it's not really what we want. We're taking other people's ideas and what other people are doing more than we're asking ourselves what we want and need. And why we're wanting those things. Where are these thoughts and desires stemming from? Because sometimes they're not always from us. Sometimes they're from other people. And I definitely don't think we should ever put other people down. If people want to do that, that's great. But that doesn't mean that has to be our path and what we want to go do. So first takeaway for me is I'm going to ask myself more of what I want to do and why I want to do it and how I want to do it. And make a lot of my decisions based off of that instead of other people. Takeaway number two, I want to start defining success on my own. Um, I know that was a huge reason I started this podcast series is because we define success by others on an hourly basis, right? We see somebody online sell out a launch and we're like, that's what success looks like. We see somebody having a like multi six-figure business and we're like, that's what success looks like. We see people filling up wait lists and we're like, man, that's success. Or somebody's traveling a lot, man, that's successful. And we're letting others define success for us. And that can be so dangerous because we will always be chasing the next thing. We will never be content with what we have right now because we're always looking for that next successful thing. I personally am going to work on defining success on my own regarding my health, my mindset, my business, even how I am as a mom. What does a successful full-time stay-at-home mom and business owner look like? I'm going to define it. I'm not going to continue to allow outside sources impact my definition of success. Because here's the deal. I've done that for two and a half years. For the past two and a half years, I have defined successful, healthy lifestyles by how I look or by what my beach body coaches told me a successful week looked like. I was like running myself ragged, doing seven workouts out of seven days during the week. I was exhausted, but that's what success looked like. With my business, I've launched offers that I wasn't really feeling that great about, Because I thought that's what was successful. I thought that's just what I had to do. Right. Even as a mom, I have a lot of people that tell me, you know, successful, good, great moms do X, Y, Z. And I've tried to fit into that mold. And that's not me. (laughs) I'm, I'm trying to fit in boxes and in molds that are not me. And I'm so sick of doing that. I'm going to work so hard to not do that anymore. If I'm doing it, correct myself and fix it because I want to be happy. I want to be content with life. That is what I want. And if I keep looking at other people and other things and this and that, I'm never going to find that. I'm never going to have it. So There we go. Takeaway number two, I'm going to define my own success. As a business owner, as a mom, taking care of my health, with my mindset, all areas of my life, I'm going to be successful on my own terms. And that makes me feel powerful. That makes me feel so good to say, I'm going to define success on my own terms. I'm going to take back my power of what success looks like. I'm going to stop caring about the online space and how other people view successful businesses And I'm going to make it on my own. Boom. (laughs) And then takeaway number three. This is the one I'm struggling with the most. This is the one I typed it out and I've just been staring at it. Um, I typed my notes about two hours ago and I've been staring at takeaway number three because this is something that I'm struggling with. But I wrote true change happens in myself when I do the inner work first. You need to get comfortable being uncomfortable. This is where the real change is going to happen. (sighs) And I know it's true. Like I tacked it and I was like, that is the solid truth, Taylor. I was thinking of Hercules, you know, where they're like, that's the gospel truth. Y'all will understand. My Disney people will understand. But, you know, it's it's like a hard truth to swallow Um. Because I struggle being uncomfortable with no really deadline in sight. And I feel like I'm not alone in that. It's not it's obviously not comfortable being uncomfortable. But I need to grow in just allowing myself to be there. Um, honestly, all like I don't really wake up during the day and feel comfortable. Um, I wake up. And I'm getting a lot of new habits health-wise that make me feel uncomfortable because they're new. You know, my business is in a very different place than it was just two months ago. That's causing a lot of growing pains. And that makes me feel uncomfortable. Being a stay-at-home mom when I did not have good experiences with Chloe being home over maternity leave makes me uncomfortable. It's bringing up a lot of things. Going to therapy is being extremely uncomfortable. Um... I wake up every morning and I just feel very exposed. (laughs) I feel very, um, I don't know. I struggle to find comfort in this season of life right now because I feel like in every area of my life I'm being pushed to grow. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I just, I mean, it's my podcast. So I just, I just want to have somewhere to say like, I'm not comfortable right now. This doesn't make me feel comfortable, um, I definitely feel stretched in all literally all areas of my life. Um, And I don't like it. There are nights I go to bed crying because I'm uncomfortable. I just want to wake up tomorrow sometimes. And it's easy. Like, I just want it to feel easy. Um, And, you know, I really relate, even though I'm not new in my business, I do relate to a lot of new entrepreneurs that are struggling because just because I'm not struggling with the same problem doesn't mean I don't understand still how it feels to be uncomfortable. Growth is not comfortable. If it's comfortable, it's probably not growth. We want it to be manageable, but it should not be comfortable. Um, And yeah, I, I need to get comfortable being uncomfortable. I need to Start working towards, I don't know, just kind of being at peace with it. Like it's I keep thinking to myself when I wake up, like, it's okay to not feel comfortable. Like I'm still supported. I have people rooting me on. I'm not doing it by myself. So even this is an uncomfortable season. People are there for me, you know. And yeah, I mean, that's just like a hard pill to swallow. (laughs) It's a hard pill to wake up and swallow every day. I know great things are going to come out of this season right now. Um, I already see a lot of them, a lot of them coming to, coming to life in front of me, especially after watching this series, like where I was, you know, six to eight weeks ago when I was planning this and where I'm at now, it has gotten better. But yeah, those are my, I think those are my three biggest takeaways, You know, I'm going to ask myself what I want more and why I want it. I'm going to define success on my own terms and I'm going to work on getting comfortable being uncomfortable. And I really hope that one of those resonated with you. Y'all, I'm going to just drive this home real quick. It does not matter how much money you make in your business. It literally does not matter. It's not going to fix... (laughs) Anything in your life, right? Like, yes, my business, when it when it did so great, we were able to move out of our terrible apartment like I cannot believe that we live there. We are in a dream home. I'm sitting here recording this in my dream office. I freaking love my office. And it didn't it fixed that problem, but it just caused a new problem. Now we have to pay more. We had to have more money talks. We're having to be a little tighter on our budget than we would in the apartment. Like, if we're all if we're using our business just to fix things that are like superficial, we're never going to feel good on the inside. We're never going to feel good on the inside. And so here's just three things I want you to do with me. One, I want you to be honest with yourself. What do you want and why? Why? Why are you out here showing up every day to make your life better for yourself and or your family? What do you want and why? Make them your goals. Make it your purpose. We need to like really myself. I say we. I say me too. (laughs) We really need to pull away from Instagram. We need to pull away from social media. Why are we trying to prove to people that we are successful? And that we're awesome. Like we already are. We are because we are. (laughs) It's that simple. So just be honest with yourself. Allow yourself to chase your own dreams and your own passions. And know that you don't always have to be chasing something. You're allowed to enjoy what you have right now. If you're always chasing it, you are never going to feel contentment, which is something uh, Topsy and I talked about a ton in the last episode. How can we feel content with what we have? That's a huge skill. Number 2, I want you to define success on your own and normalize your own journey. Again, stop comparing yourself to everybody else. There are people out there, y'all, that have multi six-figure businesses that don't have a personal life. Is that what you want? There are people that have million-dollar businesses that run I mean, they're working to the bone day in and day out, no weekends off. Like money's not gonna solve your problems. You can make more money and still have the same problems. I feel like this whole series was a living testament to that. Um, define your own success. Normalize your own journey. just because somebody did it in a certain amount of time doesn't mean it's gonna look that way for you. There are not a lot of people who are super transparent about, what it took for them to get there. They're not transparent about it. You never really know. You don't know. Your situation is not the same as anybody else's in the planet because you and your life are unique. So stop looking at others. Let them inspire you, but don't let them define you and your success and your journey. And number three, be willing to get uncomfortable. If you're really wanting these things that you say that you want, That's not going to come without being uncomfortable. I'm so sick of the online space talking about how building a business is easy. I mean, I have very, I could also do another episode about that. (sighs) I mean, you choose your heart. I'd rather this be challenging than be in a teaching job where I don't see my family. But there are still parts of my business that are not easy. It challenges me. It forces me to grow. I'm uncomfortable. Like, I mean, be realistic. (laughs) Be willing to be uncomfortable. Be willing to have times. Um, I loved how Topsy told me the other day. She was talking about an ebb and a flow. There are going to be times where your business and your life is flowing. And there's going to be a time where you're at an ebb. And you have to be willing to go through the ebb to get through the flow. Okay. Be willing to be uncomfortable. I know it for me personally, that sucks. I'm not, I'm really struggling with being comfortable, but that's when I reach out to my business friends. That's when I reach out to the people I invest in. I allow people to support me right now. So ask for support, ask for help, be honest with yourself, define your own success and just be willing to be uncomfortable. I hope y'all loved this series. I had a really fun time, um, recording it. I, I really want my podcast, not just to be educational. I really want to give y'all the chance to know me on a personal level. I am a person. <laughs> um, a lot of what you see on Instagram is not my daily life. Like if Chloe's smiling in a picture, she probably threw something at me three seconds before that. So I'm just, I'm so excited. Thank you all so much for listening. You know, I'm always so grateful for everybody who listens in on the podcast. If you love this series, please make sure just hit me up with a DM. I would love to know what y'all thought about it, any takeaways that you had from it. Next week, we're having an incredible guest expert. Stay tuned to hear who it is. She's going to be talking all about CEO coaching, and it is not going to be what you expect. I'm so excited for this episode, but I love y'all. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the 100K Doesn't Fix Everything series. And I will see y'all next week. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the more than a mama podcast. Before you go fold that laundry that's been sitting there since last weekend, I have one more thing for you. My mission is to create content that serves and impacts you. So if you loved what you heard today, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. screenshot your review and tag me on Instagram at more than a mama underscore. So I can connect and create content for you, my listeners. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode. Don't forget to make waves today. Bye.